0: Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG with Deputy Editor-in-Chief Patrick Chien. Within modern obstetrics, neonatal problems resulting from preterm delivery present a major burden on health service resources. For obstetricians, significant time can be spent liaising with the neonatal intensive care unit and organizing in utero transfers if there are no intensive care courts available at the local maternity unit. Extensive research has therefore focused on interventions to prevent this, including the use of progesterone, tocolysis, cervical cerclage, and pessaries. In this month's issue of BGOG, Jadi and colleagues reported an updated network meta analysis of randomized controlled trials, comparing the effectiveness of progesterone, cervical cerclage, and pessary for preventing preterm birth in high-risk women with either a previous history of preterm delivery, a shortened cervix or other unidentified risk factors. The main advantage of this type of meta-analysis is that attempts to disentangle the effectiveness of each of these interventions relative to each other using direct or indirect comparisons rather than merely demonstrating a beneficial effect over no treatment or placebo. The results show that progesterone administered vaginally resulted in an approximately 50% reduction in preterm births among high-risk women overall, as well as in patients with a previous preterm birth and those with a shortened cervix. While useful to both patients and clinicians, the review does not address whether there is any additional benefit from simultaneously employing more than one such intervention, especially among women with a shortened cervix. In the accompanying mini-commentary, Shannon and Suf highlighted that there's significant heterogeneity in the pool results for progesterone trials and that the majority of these trials have been rated as being low or poor quality. They argue that higher quality research is needed from single intervention studies before attempts are made to study combination interventions. The risks of preterm delivery in twin pregnancies especially after a previous singleton preterm birth, also uses significant healthcare resources. This risk is also increased in the presence of an intrauterine death in one of the twins. Mackie and colleagues report a systematic review into the outcomes of pregnancies after the spontaneous antenatal demise of one twin. Among monochorionic and dichorionic twins, the risk of intrauterine death in a co-twin is 41% and 22%, the risk of preterm birth between 24 and 34 weeks gestation is 59% and 54%, and the risk of neonatal death is 28% and 21% respectively. There is also evidence from antenatal fetal brain MRI and postnatal cerebral imaging of abnormal brain morphology in at least 20% of cases. The data from this review will allow more accurate counselling of patients to better manage expectations. In an accompanying mini-commentary, Odibo emphasises that these findings are only applicable to twin pregnancies where spontaneous intrauterine death occurs after at least 14 weeks' gestation, and that caution should be applied to those cases of intrauterine fetal death of a twin following invasive therapeutic inter- interventions. He also highlights that differences in the definition of an early pregnancy loss are relevant to the findings of this review. Although the data on antenatal fetal brain MRI is novel and interesting, they only apply to monochorionic twins as it is not normal practice to undertake antenatal fetal brain imaging for dichorionic twin pregnancies. In this review, preterm delivery is also the commonest complication in the surviving twin, but there is also significant antenatal and postnatal mortality risk. Therefore, it is imperative that measures such as single embryo transfer should be the standard of care in IVF and ICSI treatment for infertility in order to minimize the number of multiple pregnancies. Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJogTweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.